Today's podcast brought to you by Jolt. Make progress. Not excuses. Dream big. Get massive results. You see, you've finally, 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 when you do expire, whatever you've done in your lifetime, that is what you've traded your life for and the cost of a big dream, a small dream, or no dream, it's still going to take you your lifetime. And growth, success, call it whatever you will. And I know there are some Christians that are concerned about success. I'll lose my family. Hey, I know plenty of poor people whose family's in a mess. <laughs> That's a lot of rubbish. Uh, you know, there are questions we have to ask ourselves. Firstly, the economic climate of the times in which we live. We're living in a crisis. Don't waste a crisis. The Asiatic world has a double-syllable word for the word crisis. It's danger and opportunity. There'll be opportunities for you that you've never dreamed of if you can look for them. A year from now, you wish that you had done something about your inaction today. Secondly, what you personally are prepared to do is a service to others and don't let what you can't do be the excuse to stop you from doing what you can do. And thirdly, what you personally are willing to sacrifice along the way to obtain what needs to be done. Now let me tell you, you do not have to lose your family. That is a lie of the devil. That's... I mean, we're so close in our family, I think if I had a headache, one of my grandchildren could take an aspirin and I'd feel fine. (laughs) My daughter said to me the other day, she said, Dad, you're spending too much money on the grandchildren. Aaron said, Mum, leave Poppy alone, he knows his job. (laughs) But you see, two out of three of those statements depend on you. Success is not a demand on life, it's a vigorous response to life. And uh, if you are not prepared to focus on a plan to commit your life to the values that you claim you aspire to, then your belief system has no value. You see, visionary, committed business entrepreneurs are the lifeblood of a nation. When Jesus came down, one of the first things he did and he started his ministry, he went to the business people. Joseph of Arimathea, Zacchaeus up on the tree, Matthew the tax collector, the fishing industry. You see, it's through entrepreneurship, not government, that growth and enterprise flourish. You see, if you are a success, then America succeeds. And it's the entrepreneurial spirit faltered or is stifled, and that which makes any nation great is nullified and void. Now, I should, at this stage at least, clear your mind that I could probably teach American history. I probably know more about America than what you do. As a matter of fact, in 1998, we did a film called Millennium Money and we submitted it to the film festival in Chicago. We won the gold for the directorship and the silver for content. And we predicted with mathematics and market trends that America would go into deep recession in 2008. 10 years hence, we were two weeks out. We warned them that gold would go up to 500, then $1,000 an ounce, then $2,000 an ounce, and go up to $5,000 an ounce. They laughed at it, except our clients. They bought it, and they're doing very well today. 
But you see, we've been through the industrial age, the automotive age, the jet age, the space age, the electronic age. But many believe that we're now in the age of the cortex. Many believe the human mind is on the periphery of its greatness. As the last great conquered area of mankind, now could be the time to cut the fetish from your mind and allow it to soar as it was divinely designed to do so. And as we gather here, here at this place tonight, we must stimulate ourselves to contemplate and examine the results of the past and look circumspectly at the present and with our dreams and our aspirations girded with reality, brace our spirits towards an exciting future.